By the way, right. before we start, what are we talking about? Yeah, I, I don't know where we want me to go with that, Dan. If you want to be more specific, it's obviously frustrating. You felt we were better team. All right, should we officially start the show, or should I just try and piece some shit together? Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Boston Bee Party. Just thinking about it, I just wanted to, you know, it's spoke beef, you turn it sideways, it looks like it was. But anyway, it's like, I just can't, I can't stand this team and this franchise right now. Mr. Ventola, how do you plead? I've been pleading for four years. Can you someone please fire this yeah, okay, please, please fire this dude. I'm going on here now. That, that, that's all he, this is about. <laughs> the real criminal is John Sweeney. Where is he? I think uh, Sweeney made a major mistake so far with the goaltending. So, yeah, not looking great. I'm like, you're picking for a pool of all these stud players. How can you fuck that up? Welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez, joined by Jimmy Shea, Justin Ventola, and Tyler Scales. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? I am doing good. Hey, what's happening, Dave? Not much. It's been a while since we talked. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we were just discussing before the show. The last time we talked was before the trade deadline, so we can get into our thoughts on that uh, in a few moments. As it stands right now, the Bruins have nine games left in the season. They're sitting at 119 points. Uh, they, the other night, they got their 57th win of the season, which tied uh, the franchise record at uh, with the 70-71 Bruins. Uh, is that the 70s team that didn't win the Cup? Or did they win the Cup that year? Uh, with one point tonight, the they will set the franchise record. Uh, although that's not looking good, being down one nothing after two. Although the Bruins all the season has been a pretty good third period team, they need six wins to set the NHL record at 63, to pass the 95-96 Detroit Red Wings, Red Wings, and the 2018-2019 Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, anybody want them to actually set that record? Tyler, I'll start with you on that one. I wouldn't really care if they set the record. I, I just wanted them to a cup. That's all that matters, and it will be a memorable year. But if they do it, that's awesome. But if they do that, they better win a cup too. Because that other Detroit team never won a cup. They set the record. 95-96. I don't want to feel that pain that the... Didn't they? I don't want to feel that pain that Detroit felt. Having a good record, Ooh. only to not win a Stanley Cup. Uh, screw Detroit. Remember the pain you felt in 2019? Oh yeah, yeah, I don't want to feel that. When you're crappy, when you're crappy goalie decides not to pick up, yeah, I remember that. Yep, yeah, yep, shit. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Don't don't blame the guy who had a pussy ass check on a uh, on a fake ass line change, and then the rest of the team giving up. No, that's all right. They they got their participation trophy. They went home. I don't know. I uh, I put down on the goaltender not being able to make a goddamn stop when this team needs Thanks, it. Justin. Thank yeah. you. No, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, know, you expect your like number one goaltender and like this highly touted best regular season goalie in franchise history to come up with that save. Yeah, you also expect your right. your number one winger, uh, your top line winger, to actually either make the check or get off the ice so somebody can get on there and make the fucking check. But no. Hey, last I checked, though, he's not in the net. So I mean, when it comes down to it. Yeah, you know, he just you know, uh, I forget who it was. It was that the Petrangelo goal. Just let yes, him walk so right yeah. in. Yep. No, that's good. That's easy. Yep. It's always easy to play goaltender with nobody in front of you. 
It's Petrangelo. It's not. It's Listen, not guys, we're supposed to be bitching about this year's team. What are we doing? We're letting Tuka Rask well, pull wait, us I'm apart. Him, Just admit that he's a great goaltender, and we can all get on with our lives. No, he's not a great goaltender. <laughs> we'll just move on in general, please. <laughs> I didn't really think I was gonna sweep that one past Who you. Who does the pass? Uh, I was like, he's not. <laughs> it. So, Justin, you're. What Dave, what Dave wanted to hear was like the old uh, elementary school. Hey kids, say hi to your student. His name is Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. It's like, oh, he's like, he's just he's a great goalie. He's a great goalie. That's what Dave wanted right there. No, no, I don't forget. I'm a I'm a wee bit older than you. I grew up in a time where they sat the new kid but next to the bully, and all the the bully did was beat on him in class all day. Oh man, I wish I was there for those days. Yeah, that's why we're tougher than you guys. Um, Justin, according to your caption today, it's cup, cup or bust. If the Bruins were to win, uh, break the single-season wins record or the points record because they're uh, 14 points, 13 points away from winning that, something in that general area, uh, is, it, is it a bust if they don't win the cup? Is it a bust regardless if they don't win the cup this year? It's a bust regardless, Dave. I mean, let's be honest here. You having a regular season that you're having – you have the, the like, you know, you, you went all in on the trade deadline. You yet again mortgage your future. So, I mean, you, you brought back a guy who's been playing in the beer league for the past year just to, like, you know, because you have no one else at center that can play that role, apparently. So, I mean, yeah, it, this is a cup of bust. And quite frankly, I do want to see him win the regular season. I do, just because, one, well, that'd be pretty cool. But, and that's, you know, that's a child to me. But, two, if they're going to get flamed out in the first or second round, well, at least we can say, hey, you know, they set some sort of records this year. <laughs> are you – Are you? did you just say the KHL's a beer league? It's more – No, no, I was saying like David Krejci was playing in a beer league last year. Yeah, I, I would say the KHL's more of a vodka league. I, I uh, vodka pickles. <laughs> All right. There are lots right. of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on today? Oh man, Jimmy, what are your thoughts? Couple bust. Uh, my expectations are real low for this team. It's been low all year. I haven't missed my playoffs. So I was dead wrong about that. But now, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, what you gave up it is technically, but I don't have any faith in this team. So I, my expectations are, de- are like real low. They can they can go to the Stanley Cup final. They can win twelve straight games, sweep everybody on the way there. I'm like, they're still going to lose a five. I have no faith in this team. Any team led by Patrice Bergeron has no shot of winning, in my opinion. <laughs> and um, what do you what do you think about either the wins or the points record? It's a cute story. Um, I re- I, Justin told me this, and I think he got it from Mike Thousand. I really hope that they're, they go into Montreal in the last game of the season, tied with the record, and Montreal scrubs beat them for nothing and they don't get the record because of Montreal's backup players that would be so great to me oh god that would be oh it made me so well that that's kind of close to my next question I guess you just answered it for me on your opinion but um Tyler what would you think if they went into Montreal that last game with the opportunity to win it that'd be that'd be a great tale if they won against Montreal because they have to they actually have to go into Montreal last game of the season which we can bitch about the schedule and the fact that you only see Montreal three times a year I know they suck this year that's but bad yeah 
Um, I mean, the good news is they don't have Tuka because they actually have a shot to win the game. If it's Tuka and that, they have, they have no shot to win that game. <laughs> wow. I know. Tuka was terrible, especially up in Montreal. That's what I'm saying. If he was there, I would. I, I put my life savings on Montreal in my game. Motivation and the goal you can't play on the road? Oh, give me everything on Montreal. I don't care if they've won one game all year. They have to beat the Bruins in Montreal. He he'd fucking Tuka oh. would stand on his head just to spite you, Jimmy. He'd <laughs> put like you put like five hundred on the game for Montreal to win, and he'd fucking shut them out on like fifty saves. Right he would yeah, leave exactly. after the first period after letting in three goals. He'd be like, I have explosive diarrhea. I can't play the rest of the game. Wow. Yeah, Poopa would show up. Ah, Poopa. Funny how one year after he's gone because he did play last year that they're gonna play. That they're going to choke out in the second round of the playoffs? funny thing is that they, they say that Tuka Rask is the most uh, winningest regular season goalie, and he couldn't even get this record. He's gone for one year. They have chosen to break this record. kind of funny. What was that? Anyone else find that kind of funny? Uh, the way you just posed it, yes, I, I didn't think about it at, to this point, but yes, that was actually that's actually kind of funny. I hate being remote, so if you guys can't hear me, let me know. Yeah, no, you fade in and out every once in a while. That's why I keep asking, but you're good. All right. Uh, David Pasternak, first 50 goal scorer for the Bruins since Cam Neely in 93-94, who did it in 49 games. Which is pretty amazing. That's the kind of good play that nearly once once was. Too bad he's a terrible team president. Um, you guys ever doubt at any point in this last couple of months that he was gonna get the fifty goals? No, toothpaste this shit. No. What the pasta? No, I, I I totally expected pasta to get there. I felt like it was a matter of time. He was knocking on the door the past few seasons. So like I mean. Guys, elite offensively. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think a, wh- a while back we had kind of talked about DeBrusque possibly hitting 30. He's still sitting only at 24. Do you think he'll even make the 27, which is his career high at this point? Nine 40 goals, my asshole. With nine games left? I mean, he's clutch, man. He can get there. Oh, now he's clutch? I always say I always say he was clutch. Gross, gross. He, he's the best postseason performer on this team by far. It's not even close. Who? DeBrusque? DeBrusque. Look at his numbers ah, in Game Seven. Look at his numbers in Game Seven. Like for us. Oh my God, yeah, Connor. Connor. <laughs> oh, is it Connor? Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where I was going with that one, so I'm gonna stop right there. Um, do you take the buses, Bush? <laughs> uh, Almark is uh, leading in a few categories. Uh, do you think he has a chance at the Vesna and the Triple Crown this year? Or you think somebody else is a better shot at the Vesna? No, he, I he think Olmark for sure is going to win the Vesna because he got a goal, which another person has done this year. It's crazy. Not done in years, actually. Yeah, it's been a while. He's mostly leading in everything in the categories for goals and 
GAA, save percentage, most wins. Just the shutouts he doesn't he doesn't necessarily have. Swayman has more shutouts than him. Those are the three categories, right? Uh, goals against, save percentage, and wins for the Triple Crown. Yeah, he's number one yeah. in the, all of them. Yeah, he's got. He could actually win it. A one ninety two goals against. I, I feel like there's no doubt he, he's going to win the Vesna. Yeah, if he doesn't win the Vesna, I think yeah. he gets robbed. And, oh, what that's Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I could see him not getting the triple crown. Uh, who's behind him? Um, Alexander Gorgiev in Colorado has got 34 <sighs> wins. Two two behind him. Yeah, there's a possibility. They, they kind of need it for positioning more, don't they? Uh, these last couple of... Weeks of the season, Colorado, or are they set in this position right now? Uh, I think they're pretty much that the wild card position, I believe. That's a great question, Dave. Uh... Just trying to see. Colorado, second place in the West at 94 points. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they're not going to... Chances of them falling into the wild card are slim, but they could still catch Minnesota. They're only behind them by one point. And they have a game in hand on Minnesota. So, yeah, Colorado definitely has uh, some more position jockeying and more reason to play. Um the Bruins sat who the other night? It was uh, on the second night of the back-to-back. They sat Bergeron, Marchand, and Lindholm. Was Lindholm hurt, or was he just sat? It was his turn. Just sat. He just sat. Yeah. Okay, I thought I heard somebody say he was hurt on the radio today, and that's what made me uh, ask that question. I uh, just wasn't sure, so. Um, like, well, I think a more important question is, why, have, why haven't they sat David Krejci? I think he's been kind of meh over the past few games. I gotta be honest, he's not been. Yeah, I mean, when we talked about resting players, he was definitely up there and the guys that we said we would rest ourselves. Um, oh, yeah, he's not, not been using too much lately. His, uh, yeah, his stats have not been off the chart lately, but yeah, he is, what, 35 years old? 36. So, I mean, something like that. He, he's just, he's one of those guys that, I mean, I thought should be taking a break on some of these back to backs, especially with so many. I, I could care less about any of the records. Um, I would want them to win the cup, even if I don't believe that they're going to this year. Well, then, um, I'll throw that question right back at you, Dave. Why? Why don't I think they're going to do it? Uh, I think you, yeah. you're starting to see uh, the injuries creep in. I know Hall is skating in a non-contact jersey. Uh, I read something earlier that he's just kind of not on the ice because they don't have the cap space to fit him on there. Uh, Felino's skating. He's supposed to be back for the playoffs. I don't know if that's a cap reason or if it's part of the injury. Uh, you got Forbert, who's out, um, at least for the regular season. And then Lacau, is that how you say his last name? Jeremy Lacau? He, uh, it looked like he took a bad one into the boards the other night, too. Uh, and you, you know, without them telling you, you know Bergeron and Marshawn are hurt somehow. 
in some aspects. So it's just that time of the year. The injuries are going to stop piling up. And I I mean, we've only seen Allmark for two games in the playoffs. We all know playoffs are a different beast. I, I just I don't believe in this team after all those years of giving a crap about them. Now I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's nice. We'll see. <laughs> Why do you have you what what's your thoughts for them heading into the playoffs right now, Justin? I don't know, Dave. But like, cause like <clears throat> I you know obviously given their their history, right? Like, I think all Bruins fans have a reason to to be really doubtful. I mean, you know, how often have we seen this? Like, they do well, like or like you know, like super well in this case, like really well in the regular season, and then just kind of peter out in the postseason. So, quite frankly, I mean. I think they. I think they've done a nice job of like, like loading up on their roster, um, addressing some of their needs on defense and whatnot. I think they're getting the goaltending they need. So, I, I, if anything, I, I don't dismiss that they could absolutely win the cup this year for sure. I, I, I do believe that's a real chance. But I think to your point too, Dave, I am still somewhat skeptical because I do get worried about the age of guys like Bergeron, Krejci, and Marchand. Those guys get a lot of miles. And, you know, I know Marchand's do like, you know, been pretty productive, but he's, he's fallen off a little bit this year. Um, he's, a, he's, you, he's barely got 20 goals. He was pushing 40 the last two or three seasons. Yeah, so he's, he's taking a dip, and I, I'm surprised, quite frankly, to see Bergeron with 27. Excuse me, Justin. Um, Jimmy, great picture. Great fucking picture, you, you creepy much. bastard. Thank I love much. it. Sorry, Justin. Yes, it, is. <laughs> it is. I love it. It's a lot more entertaining than your face, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not even arguing that. I'm not going to argue that because I know it's 100 true. <laughs> you know what? And it's a thousand times better than that damn Bruins chain you had hanging up. I had to do meditating breathing <laughs> over here. Uh, I fell off my mirror when I moved my car because it was a going around I think I was going to get uh, talked to so I had to move my car um, uh, so it fell, it fell in my seat somewhere what are you doing I'm recording a podcast that's it you're under arrest I'm in the I'm in the Coast Guard I'm in the Coast Guard I was in the Navy yeah, you, bitch yeah you were going to podcast with your wiener out come on what's, what, what were you doing here uh, it's because of, of the avatar okay guys I can't help my wiener alright <laughs> Now, um, now we never get to now we never get to say who this avatar is. All right. <laughs> I know, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> not I'm, I'm sure that person doesn't listen, but still. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Who, you never know. You never who might still listen. There's a, there's at least one or two listeners still out there. Uh, all right. True. Justin, I apologize. <laughs> Where were you? Do you remember? Do... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so lost yes. now, guys. I'm not no, I would just say that I'm surprised that Patrice Bertrand has 27 goals on the year. Um, who knows? He could hit, hit 30. I did not expect to see that from him anymore. But you know, but again, like like as you as you said, the postseason is a totally different animal. So I mean, when the intensity gets ramped up, uh, you know, if physicality gets ramped up and speed, everything else like that, I do question if if those guys can still hold up. You know what I mean? Maybe like you know, five six years ago, sure, absolutely. But like now, eh. They, and they've gotten, you know, Marchand's gotten some surgeries. I know uh, Bergeron has. And as you said, who knows what they're fighting through right now, you know? So. Right. And, and did you watch the Montreal game the other night where Montreal just basically was like, you know what? Fuck them. Let's just go after them. They just, they played them exactly like St. Louis played them in, uh, 
in the playoffs back in 2019. They just hit them. They went after their guys, you know, uh, and that's going to be the blueprint for any team playing the Bruins this offseason because, yes, they've definitely gotten a little bit busier, a uh, bit, little bit bigger and a little bit, I don't know, you want to call it nasty, snarl, I don't know, um, with the addition of some of the guys like Hathaway and Orlov. I mean, that dude's just like a tree stump. And, and Bertuzzi. And Bertuzzi. I mean, I – I knew Bertuzzi was good, but I, I saw him make a couple of uh, passes that I was like, I didn't think he was that good kind of passes. Oh, he's, oh, he, he, he's, he's got, he reminds me a lot of a younger Milan Lucic. Okay. I, so, I, I will say, Dave, like to that point, though, I mean, I, I, I know if you guys were able to watch uh, the Tampa Bay game on Saturday. Um, I was, that saw was some of it. Game. And I will say, like Tampa, like, you know. Same idea. You know, same idea, but with that being said, the Bruins, like, I mean, that third period, I mean, they, what, they had the puck the majority of the time. They answered their their physicality, and maybe they don't necessarily, like, you know, they don't answer it in the way that, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you, you punch us, we're going to, like, you know, uh, punch you right back. It's more just like, hey, you know, it's that old Rocky Balboa line, you know. Um, oh, my God, now I'm blanking on it, guys. Wow. That just kind of ruined my mojo there. Um, oh, it's not how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit, but keep going up and keep battling back. And they uh, they show some balls in that game. i got to be honest. There's been a few games like that where they've really showed some balls. And, I mean, Carolina, too. I mean, come on. You're going down there without three of your top players. And Carolina, dude, what are you doing? I mean, you went down into their building, which you had serious issues with last year, and you still eked out a win, granted, in a shootout. You still eked out a win, and you were missing three of your top guys. Yeah. So I mean, and you blew a three to one lead. You know they did, which is true. But still, I mean, it, you still got to take away from that game. That wow, okay, like, you know, maybe maybe this year could be different. So I that's why I don't totally dismiss it. One one question for you. I have a very valid point you just made there, uh, Justin, and I don't say that very often. Yes, I do. I say that all the time. Um, can <laughs> yeah. can they do that for seven games versus Carolina? Can they do that for seven games versus Tampa Bay? Can they do that for seven games versus the Islanders? I think they can absolutely do it for seven games versus Pittsburgh, but... Uh, well, you know, Dave, I, I, I do think their postseason run is, is, is you know, matchup-based. I think who they match up in the first round and so on and so forth will kind of help dictate the rest of the, their kind of postseason run. But I don't know. I, it's, it, that's a very valid question. I, I, I think, if anything, this year compared to some of the past years, I have a more inclination to tell you, yes, I do believe that they could potentially withstand that. Now, if you're telling me that they're going to game sevens every single round, then, I, you know, I, I highly doubt that. But, you know, I think this year is probably better than most they have the best chance to, to be able to do so. I mean, looking at, uh, and Jimmy, I'll throw this one to you, looking at uh, the East playoffs, is there a team on there that you think the Bruins could just walk all over and not have a long six or seven game series? Let me pull up the standings real quick so I can see who their potential, Matt, uh, who, who else is actually in. Sorry. It feels like it's changed. Five. No, yeah, that's fine. Let me pull up the NHL app real quick. New York, uh, probably. Yeah, Island. Tyler? For you me. think they could walk through the Islanders? Oh, the Islanders for me. Really? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I think that they would smoke the freaking Devils. Um, I think they would absolutely dismantle the Penguins. The Islanders would be a little tougher um, just because we saw what happened a couple of years ago. I know 
Do we have a win in that series? I can't remember now. What's that? No, no, we actually, we lost in the match. Yeah, we lost the honors. I don't know. I'm sorry about that team. New York could be a little longer. I'm not thinking about it. The, no, the Islanders play you tough. Pittsburgh, I mean, you usually can have a pretty decent series. But uh, they don't scare me as much as, I mean, yes, Jimmy, maybe they would walk through New Jersey. New Jersey's definitely taken a step this year. Um, hitting 100 points for the first time and God knows when. Um, but Carolina, the Rangers, I think, play you very tough. I think that would be a, a tough six or seven game series. You know, so let's let's say it's the, how it ends today. Say you go versus Pittsburgh. Say you beat them in five. Who do you got? Toronto versus Tampa. You know, who who are you playing <laughs> next? Can you go six or seven Ooh. games against them? And then when you meet up with, say, Carolina and the Rangers or Carolina or, or Jersey, the winner of that series, can you go another six or seven games against those teams that play you hard anyway but have seen the blue, the blueprint of shut down your top three guys? Well, so this year is a little different, though, because they've split up the uh, perfection line, and it's worked. Um, hmm. Having a fifty-goal score in your second line. And if only the, if there was only four or five guys who were screaming for that for a couple of years, whew, I know, things right? could have been so different. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, now I, I still think we would have lost, but that's besides the point. Um, no, I I agree with you though. Um, I don't want to deal with Carolina. I think Carolina has our number. That's a tough, tough, tough building to go into. Well, if they do play Carolina, I will I will go to one of the games down in Carolina for sure. Nice. I'm like two hours outside of Raleigh, nice. so I will definitely go to that barn and uh, wear my chain and wear it proudly. Um, <laughs> over a whaler's over a whaler's jersey. I have my I have my, uh, my I think I have my Mighty Ducks jersey down here. So I'll rock that. <laughs> That's close enough. <laughs> but I'm looking at the stands right now, guys. You were giving me shit earlier. Florida's not out of it yet, guys. Florida still has a chance. Who's not out of it yet? Jimmy? Florida. Florida? No, they're not out of it yet. Yeah. They're just almost out of it. <laughs> they're very close. They're three points behind the Penguins. Yeah, hey, and the Penguins uh, have a game in hand. Okay. And this is, what? Okay. Uh, six, eight games mm-hmm. left. They're three points behind. That's two games. Yeah. If they, if they play two games better than the Penguins over the course of the next week, we can have two weeks. They're in the playoffs. If. Don't forget, they have the biggest choke artist of them all in Bobrovsky on that team. I was like, put the put put the team on Bobrovsky's back and let him carry him to the promise land. Let him choke on it like Stormy Daniels. Sorry. It's the only porn star <laughs> I could think of. Jeez. Oh my god, bro. Don't do that again. Sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> was so we found, bad. We found Tyler's line. We found it. <laughs> We now know. We now know how. No, to, that was just random. We now know how to gross <laughs> you know Tyler what? out. You know what, though, I I will say this to you, Jimmy. Kids if, are watching this, Dave. What kids? If, uh, Your kid, probably. Oh, my kid doesn't listen to me. Why the hell would she uh, sit around and listen to a podcast like, oh about hockey? <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what are you asking me? I heard Jimmy. No, I was I was gonna say to you uh, that's actually speaking of teams that scare me. The I would be a little nervous if we if Florida made it and we drew them in the first round. I will say that. And 
And I would agree with you just for the simple fact that they've got something to play for for the next couple of weeks. You're playing for names and record books. You're not playing for anything other than really personal and team stats. Well, you know, and, and who knows? Maybe Florida kind of figured it out that, uh, yeah, okay, Jimmy, now I regret saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I will say Florida may be one of those teams where they realize, all right, guys, we don't need to be the best in the regular season. Just get into the postseason and then show up. So, the old Tampa Bay strategy. Hey, you know, Tampa Bay learned, learned their lesson that, that, that year and when they got bounced by Columbus in four games. Yep. And sure enough, they came back and won the Stanley Cup two straight years. So and They've been to the Cup final three straight years since then, right? Yeah, three straight years. Yep. One, two. New Jersey. I can't believe New Jersey's that good this year. <laughs> they're, they're a paper tiger. They're a paper, they're a paper tiger. I don't trust them. Jack Hughes is nasty. He is. He, he did a huge step. Let's see. I just have to say, I get Philly must be pissed. They got so porked with that Patrick Nolan draft. <laughs> Damn, I know. They're wishing they had this year. Frick, his name is Connor Bedard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to, oh, he's supposed to be a, a stud from what I've heard, an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like well, Popeye Armstrong. Justin, I'm sorry, if, I'm sorry if I don't um, fully believe you because you also said Stud Nico was going to be a stud. No, who the hell was it? It was um, Justin, Justin Lorraine. Who, who is the center? Was that? No, no, no. It was some center that I said was a freaking nasty not very not a good uh player and you all three were like oh my god give this thing time give this kid time was, yep and guess what jimmy we gave him time and he sucks so yeah. and he still sucks so unfortunately that did not pan out <laughs> which happens it happens man all the time jimmy some kid stole that. your chain i see it on tv right now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, playoff format. I believe it was Marshawn. I saw said some comments about it, and I I think they ring about as true as they can get. The um, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have them in front of me. Something to the extent of, it's ridiculous that three out of the four there's going to be three out of the four best teams in the East playing in a series, and only two of them are going to move on. One of them is going to be gone in the first round. Um because of the stupid-ass playoff format. Uh, do you think the NHL will ever wake up and go back to the 1-8 format? I'd take a 1-16. One, one you take a 1-16. Get, get rid of conferences. Get rid of, one, get rid of conferences. Get rid, I agree. Get rid of conferences? Yeah. Just go straight-out tourney style? Yeah, one two sixteen. I like that. Justin, some, some years you might. Wait, some days. years you might have. Some years okay. you might have. I think it's already one two sixteen, but okay. What's that? Yo, I'm just curious as to like, wait, did, what, so what did, just happened? Yeah, I, Justin, uh, Jimmy broke all our brains. That's what happened. 
And instead of answering the question, he came up with a completely batshit crazy <laughs> fucking format. No, no, no. So, so, no, it's not a terrible second, format, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Second, second of all, if I want, if you want me to answer your question, I would tell Marshall to shut the fuck up and just win your fucking division. They don't have to worry about that shit. All right, division's over. He said it after that. What's up? No, no. it's still a stupid. It's still a stupid comment. I mean, win your freaking division. They don't have to worry about uh, losing the first round. Like who? I, I, I think his comments were more based on growing the game. Isn't that what the NHL is all about, growing the game? The NHL, yeah, their, their the entire revenue is based on at the gate, people coming to the games. I mean, who wants to go see Boston, Montreal play when Montreal's the fucking um, 12th, 12th seed in the East at the end of the season? Who wants to go pay full price for that? that, that that's a fucking preseason game, which I don't want to pay no, full I, price for either, no, you know? No, no, so I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. Um, but that's for people in NHL front, uh, not front office, the NHL uh, HQ up in Toronto to think about. As a player, why you why do you give a shit about that? How about you win a How about you win a cup? How about that? Like well, because you know, you, you the, the NHL the, the NHL still holding the fucking salaries in escrow from the, from COVID. No, they're getting they're getting paid, but they're only getting paid like seventy percent or something like that. I forget the actual number on that, so don't take me to court on it. But, yeah, I can see that's why, like, the NHL players, they see fucking baseball players who are the, other than basketball players, the biggest pansies in sports. And they see them making friggin' a quarter billion dollars all the time, you know. Uh, I'll give Patrick Mahomes his, his half a billion or whatever. I don't care about that. And football players, even the quarterbacks, are, uh, deserve some money. But, I mean, the NHL is the lowest paid sport I, I'm starting to think even some of the fucking women's sports are getting paid better than them. Not the, not the WNBA, that's for sure. <laughs> not the WNBA. <laughs> well, wait, Dave. So, so what was the issue with the that Martian have the playoff format? That it sucks. You you have, you know, the the three top teams. Only two of them make it to the second round, and then one of them. Uh, maybe one of them makes it, has an opportunity to make it into the third round, as opposed to you, the old the old one through eight format was great because the yes you you would get an upset a, upset of a one versus an eight or a two versus a seven every once in a while, but it was basically it you would get the best teams, you would get the best Hold teams on, to the conference finals. No, no, no. Hold on, mm-hmm. let me look this up real quick. Let me look at let me look at this real quick. But Looking wait. at this, you would have. Um, so what's the playoff style now, then? The playoff style now is you have uh, the top three teams in each division, and then you have wild uh, two wild cards and the leftovers from the conference. But don't you still have what the the best team versus the, uh, the uh, like you know the eighth team? Not the o- it wild. doesn't always work out that way. But why not though? Be- because the NHL is a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> I forget where I saw it, where I read it, or where I heard it, but he was saying it about the playoffs. Is he trying to say the matchup between Toronto and Tampa Bay? 
is, is, the, is the other matchup he's talking about? Is that the one he's talking about? He's pissed off about because if that's the case, um, if you go back to the one versus eight right now and go back to the old divisions with the old teams in that division, Toronto will be playing Carolina in the first round, which I think is a tougher matchup for Toronto, anyways. Yeah, but the I mean the point Carolina, is the point Carolina's is Jimmy, who have been the best three teams in the East in the last five oh. years? Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, Toronto would still be playing Tampa. I'm sorry, Toronto would still be playing Tampa. That would not change in the old one. It, it'd still be the same freaking matchup. Oh. You'd, you'd have um, Boston one. How would Toronto still be Jersey playing two. Tampa? So I'm going. I'm right looking. Now. I haven't seen it very funny. So Boston would be the number one team. Then Jer- uh, Boston would be number one. Carolina would be two. New Jersey would be three. You'd have um, oh no, uh, Toronto. Would be Toronto would be playing the right. Rangers. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, like, I like the original six, original six matchup there. And then I think we'd be playing. I, I, I think honestly, I think that would give Buffalo a chance to play. <laughs> no, it uh, no, no, one of. Honestly, I don't. Know. I just think the playoff format is ridiculous. I think it's been uh, stupid for years since they switched to it. Uh, just to go to a simple one versus eight, Jimmy. I, I actually don't mind the idea of the one versus sixteen because it's essentially the same idea as the one versus the eight. You're just lumping everybody yeah. together. The, I think the reason you kind of need an East Eastern Conference and a Western Conference is because of the time zones. I mean, it's not like you're flying. It's not like you're doing. One home, one away, one home. I mean, you're playing, you know. No, no I just, I just mean, I just mean in general. Like that's why you need the the two conferences. You can't just abolish the the two conferences, and and just and playing, have it as a free for all. Are you talking about regular season time? Well, regular season is what leads into the playoffs, right? Well, I mean, if you're talking about if you're talking about time zones for regular season time, it's not playoffs. Because playoffs, you have more time off. You you can make it work at the playoffs. Talking about regular season time, you, you can still play like those conferences. There's not actual conferences, but you do the same trips the same way. I don't think you, you really have more time off in the playoffs, Jimmy. Maybe if you sweep a team. No, you definitely have. Like, you you, you, play, have, you, you play, pretty much play every other night. No, you don't. No. You you play you play game one. You get a day or a day. You either get one or two days off after game one. And then you play game two. Then you get then you get two or three days off between game three. And game four, between game three and game four, is only a day off. No, not, no, that's not how it always works. I know, I know when they first start the playoffs and they want to get a game in one night. Uh, there's a team that, there's two teams that will play, just so they can get a game in. And then that team usually starts on say like a Wednesday, and then they get the, their fans get screwed and they don't play again until Saturday. But then for the most part, it's every other night. I'm not saying everything. And yes, there's sometimes an extra travel day in there, but for the most part, I feel like it's every other night. It's, you have, I think you're thinking of, again, the biggest pussies in sports is um, the NBA. Where, I, I where, mean, they, where they, their, their seven-game their seven series lasts about three weeks. That's very true. Honestly, I, I think what, what, what I would love to see personally is, first of all, Get rid of the two wild card spots, all right? There's no reason why half the teams in, in each conference should be making the playoffs, all right? So you just have the top three in each division, right? And then you do kind of like football style. The best team in each division. So in this case now, it would be Carolina and the Boston Bruins. Get a first-round bye. 
and then you let the two and three duke it out in the first round. And then, um, like, Carolina would face the winner of right now would be New Jersey or, or New York Rangers. And the Bruins would play the winner of uh, Toronto or, or Tampa Bay. I, I think that would be a huge disadvantage to the number one seeds because now you're taking yeah, that now you're taking a seven, up to a seven game series which could be up to two full weeks you're taking that time off and you're doing what practices what happened the last time the Bruins had too much time off in the playoffs they had a scrimmage and Marshawn got hurt mm-hmm. yeah well <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. yeah but listen at the same time they, they, that's that's them and the NHL is a long season you know what I mean so yep. like if anything that, that could do some, some it's teams a very are, long season, probably the longest ever. And that way, you can get the top three teams in each division, like you know, duking it out, so you don't have like you know these these like kind of like little rats nests getting bounced in the first round and whatnot. So you know, I that's what I think they should do. And like I said, do away with the stupid ass wild cards. It, it, so Justin, I don't mind what you're saying, but then just make it four and four. Your top four teams should be happy division like that. Well, that's what Pretty I much. that's what I honestly think the the old one through eight was it was the top four and it wasn't the one no, through eight in the in the no. east was it it was, it was the top no, four the per problem, division the problem with the one the problem with the one through eight that you want to prop with there's always a problem with seeding when it comes to any of these things it doesn't there's no perfect thing there really is that's why i'd say i think the best one as i said is uh the one through 16 and get rid of divisions get rid of conferences and the top teams are ranked accordingly it's you know i think it's the, the most fair way that we don't go oh, so because the one through eight the problem was the Southeast Division was freaking garbage for freaking 10 years. And the Capitals would get in the playoffs with 80 points. And they'd be the number three seed because they, they they won the division. And the number four seed would have like 100 points and another four seed. Yeah, I think they would have been the four seed because I think there was three divisions. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. So the, the, top, the but, top three, the division winners got the top three seeds. And it used to piss me off because the Southeast was garbage every fucking year. They called it the Southeast for a reason. Yeah, I, I mean, I disagree. I, I think the old school format's better. That's that's where I'm at. I, I understand what you're saying, Jimmy. I just disagree with it. I, I think the one through sixteen makes the most sense. That, that I mean, that, that is you know college basketball tournament or like a, a mites tournament. Yeah. I, I understand that, uh, but again, to me, that is that's the same idea as the one through eight. You're just lumping the whole league together instead. Well, then 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 don't do the division thing. Right, I, I I got you, but if you if you don't want to do, if you if you don't want to do division thing, I'm all about the one to eight thing. I'm I mean, all about it. I mean, you, I, I'm tired of seeing that team squeaking the playoffs because they win the division, the number three team. That was bull, that's, that was bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I, absolutely. The Seattle Seahawks should have never made the playoffs as a uh, sub 500 team. Neither should have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past year. Well, now 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 you're just crossing sports. But yeah, I know you. Uh, but it's the hey, it's the same my, my, it's the same idea. Wow, that was a hit. My, 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 my my boy, my boy, uh, beast mode freaking busted one off there with a beast quake. Oh hell yeah, that was a great, that was a great run. The the one where he ran right into Dante Hightower on the goal line. No, that's not beast quake. That was uh, that's, hey, that's my that's Matt Patricia's. Uh, that set up Matt Patricia's play. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that set up the play that Matt <laughs> Patricia made. <laughs> I, I still have the video of him going, Bill. What do I do, Bill? Bill. <laughs> Bill, and then he's like, ah, "Yeah, do it." <laughs> do do, do I, I do you I, banana before eating it, or do I, or do I just show it in my mouth? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Here we go with this again. Here we go with this again. <laughs> All right, let, let, we'll we'll move off of that for Jimmy's sake. Um, 
let's just wrap up because we never actually got to talk about it, Justin. Uh, I want to start with you. I want your thoughts on the your final thoughts on the Bruins trade deadline. <laughs> Uh, I've been I waiting mean, like a month for this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, yeah. I just this these words sting coming out of my mouth, but I guess they had a pretty overall decent trade deadline. I mean, you got Orlov; his impact was immediately seen. Um, I mean, Garnet Hathaway, fourth line guy, yeah, but like you know, he he does bring some grit and toughness to that. That fourth line, some snarl, um, and then Tyler Bertuzzi, which is something I did not expect, um, and just he adds just you know a little scoring touch. Although side note, I don't think he scored yet in the Bruins. Uh, yeah, he scored the other night. He had a three point game, including oh, a goal. He, he 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 scored from behind the net. He he banked it off the goalie. Oh damn! All right, well that's that's a goal I suppose, and he adds like some some kind of like grittiness himself. So I think all in all a fair trade deadline. But with that being said. I am not pleased that you have like zero picks in next in this year's draft, uh, which is supposedly supposed to be a deep draft, um, and you know you don't have a first round pick, uh, draft pick the next year, and quite frankly, Jacob Chitrin, who you guys knew I was all about, he went to Ottawa really for know. just a first round pick and like what a second and a third or something like that. So not exactly what I said. not at all the price that I was expecting him to go for it and. I would have taken him over Hathaway and Orlov, both of which who you traded a first-round pick for. And granted, you had to get rid of Craig Smith's contract in order to free up some cap space. So I'm always going to nitpick that. I mean, come on. A young defenseman like him, absolutely you want him. That's why I said I think even prior to the Terry deadline, was that like, if you're going to give up some first-round picks, you better get a young guy. And I guess – Tyler Bertuzzi is still in the prime-ish of his career, which is good. And he's, um, you, you said ha- uh, Orlov and Hathaway got two picks, the two first rounds, or that's what I thought I heard. But uh, oh, no, no, Bertuzzi so he, he was the got... other first round pick, right? Yeah, right, right, right. No, exactly. So, I mean, I, it's an all-in type of move. Uh, I, I, I will say to this day that, th- that these are moves that should have been done not now. But I don't know, 2018, 2017, 2019, those years when you really like had a shot and you still had, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, those are those are when those moves should have been made instead of the freaking Andre Kasha and the crappy ass, uh, you know, it, like Richie. Yeah, that was an like offseason like, move, I thought. Right. Am I wrong? That one or was, oh, he, yeah. was he a trade deadline? Because if he's oh, a he trade, trade deadline, that might be even worse. Like those guys, I mean, yeah. you know, you know, fucking around with with those guys. So I mean, I guess, I guess a, a pretty pretty decent trade deadline. If you're going all in for it, but I'm not pleased about the mortgaging of the future, lack of draft picks, and quite frankly, I still would have liked some other players, including Jacob Chitrin, instead of the two instead of the guys I got. Tyler, your thoughts? Final thoughts on the Bruins trade deadline? I think the Bruins had the best trade deadline out of every, any team possible they had they having their best year and then they just get three guys that are actually pretty decent picks that can really help out in the playoffs they're gritty too so overall we probably have the best trade deadline out of any team and that's why we're in first place and i wonder who we have to thank for for this trade deadline i don't know <laughs> 
Come on, Justin. I mean, come on, Tyler. If you're going to troll him, finish the troll. No, 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 no. Don't do it, Tyler. You, you don't, don't, don't give that man any credit, all right? Oh, sweetie. Oh, that's fantastic. Jimmy. Excuse me, why I go throw up in my mouth. Jimmy, final thoughts on the I'm trade deadline. My, uh, yeah, I'm so I'm stretching real quick for my victory lap real quick over Justin and over you, Dave. Um, because for the last freaking month and a half, I was saying it was not going to take nearly as much as you guys were saying. We got Tichurin. I was saying it was going to take a first, uh, a second, and probably um, – who the hell is that uh, four that's down Providence right now? Uh, Lysel. Lysel. Like, that's, that's, like, that's about what, all it's going to take to get Tichurin. One out of the no two prospects that the Bruins actually have. That's what I said. I was like, maybe, maybe call uh, – maybe not uh, – maybe um, – Mike Riley, I was like, you're not gonna take, it's not gonna take a lot to get him. From what I heard, and he went for almost nothing. Um, before we get to my actual point, I wanted to correct Tyler real quick. The Bruins did not have even the close to the best trade deadline. The winner of the trade deadline, hands down, easily is the New York Rangers. When you get Patrick Kane and Tarasenko, um, by far best deadline, not even close. Um, and I give the Bruins a C, C, C plus on the, on the deadline. See you later. Um, so the reason why is I agree with Justin when it comes to getting away all the facts. As much as Don Sweeney can't draft, it does not mean they're not valuable to other organizations. It's one. It's a deepest draft class. Ten years. Can you tell? Can someone mute Justin before I say this? Um, it's the deepest draft since 2015. Fuck you. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Oops, I missed the mute. So, yeah, <laughs> um, it's, it's the deepest draft since 2015. So you know what that means. Um, and so. I so I give it a C C plus with the ability to go up to a B plus if one they re-sign some of these guys. Thank um, you, Jimmy. Longer term deals, um, because right now a lot I believe they're all rentals at this point. At least Bertuzzi. Every last one of them are rentals well, right now. Yeah. Okay. They all oh, they're all rentals, um, and or if you win the cup, it's a B plus too. So either if you have to extend at least two or three and. I'm talking about, you know, not halfway. I'm talking about, like, Bertuzzi and Orlov to multiple-year deals. Um, I, don't really, I don't really give a shit if halfway here next year. But you got to extend uh, Bertuzzi and Orlov and or win the cup I, for this to actually be a, le- I, a legitimate I really can't win. believe I'm going to say this, but, Jimmy, I couldn't agree with you more. If you don't sign the two guys that you traded the two first-round draft picks for, because let's face it, you didn't send a first-round draft pick for Garnett Hathaway. You no. you sent it for Dmitry Orlov, and then you sent the other one to Detroit for Bertuzzi. So if you don't sign those guys, even if it's just a one-year deal, you got to get more than just a rental out of them, or it's a complete not a. It, it's a terrible it's a terrible trade deadline and yet then Jimmy yes I would totally agree that it's a a CC plus at best oh yeah. oh Dave I, I would go point? further you, you got to sign for at least a few years yes all of maybe not so much Orlov's, Orlov's over 30 I'm not really risking the bank for Orlov. um but can I make one more point um Dave real quick sure um so Justin said that he wished they made these moves you know back in like 2018, 2017, 2019. Um, they did make these moves in 2019. They made and they made the Cup Finals. 
Uh, they brought in uh, Marjo and uh, Coyle. And they brought they kept one. They let the other one go. This kind of reminds me a lot of that. Um, they're going all in, and they hit on both of those moves. Uh, Don you can't draft. We can all acknowledge that. Don Sweeney really can't value talent through the draft. But one thing Don Sweeney, Don Sweeney can do is fucking do trade deadline trade. He's very good at that. I know. I would still even argue against that Johansson and Coriel trade. Sorry, sorry, Dave, just cut you out. Just only, only because, first of all, they, they ended up being third liners, right? Second of all, it was the best. It was the best. No, no. no. Coyle ended up being a third line, and you paid like a second liner. All right, let's not forget that. And you and you let Johansson go, um, and he had good coil chemistry with Coyle, um, uh, as was clearly shown. You still had no answer for David Krejci's right wing. You were still playing Carson Kuhlman and David Backus there. Chara was was you know he was fine, but like you still had no size behind him. You just had Tory Krug. Um, and, and you definitely need, needed size and physicality and something with speed who can skate on, like, freaking char um, on your left side of defense. <laughs> so those moves were not nearly enough, and, and it showed in the cup final. So, I mean, those moves, I like, they, they were fine. I mean, and now all you have to show for it is who? Charlie Coyle? That's it. I mean, 5.25 a year, third line center. You got him. He's yours, so, baby. Uh, but Justin, you tell me they would—they wouldn't even made the Cup final that year if it weren't for well, one for an easy pass and two for that line. That that third line was put them over the top. I mean, they—they they wouldn't have made the Cup final had Tampa not choked out of the first round. I mean, you can do that. You can do that any year, right? So you, you want to do it that way. I'm—I'm just—I'm just talking. I'm just talking about the team itself. Uh, they were—they've always just been a top-heavy team, and they finally got two third-line guys to help their. It reminded me a lot of the 2011 when they got Peverly and Kelly. They weren't great players, but it made that third line with Ryder a legitimate threat of some sort. Where you can keep Bergeron and you know, at that time Craig and Lucic off the ice um, and rest them so they were able to be uh, more productive when they're out there. So, I, was, to me, I would also argue, though, the 2011 team, though, you, they had their top six pretty, pretty solidified. You had I'm not, right, that the difference between the 2011 team and the 2019 team is that they actually won the cup and they didn't choke the cup away. Because till the day I die, I will, devil, I will 100% say every single time that the, uh, the 2019 Bruins were significantly more talented and a better team in 2019 Blues, 100%. I, oh, I agree with that. I, I do agree that they were the more talented team. They should have won that cup, but, you know, Poopa, uh, Tuka Poopa couldn't keep the Poopa in his pants. Yeah. Very well, cool. He's not there anymore. Postal knock number Thank 52. We're going to win this game. With, with, no, we're not going to win the same. There's .3 seconds left, and they finally just scored. <laughs> They were down two to, two to nothing. <laughs> oh, is it, I, yeah, I can't walk down here. No, I, I gotcha. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought he just scored. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he so, legit right, just so, yeah. scored. <laughs> uh, I thought it was 1-1. I, 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 got the, I got the notification for uh, one nothing, uh national. I didn't get the 2 nothing national. Oh, sweet. He scored out oh, sweet 1-1, one, one, but okay. Yeah. Uh, Lausanne just uh, had an empty netter a few minutes ago to make it 2 to nothing. So no president's no president's trophy tonight. Sweet, that's great. They they can live to not be jinxed another day. I just got the Lozon update. <laughs> hey, but you know well, what? I think one interesting thing about this game though is again I think Dave you alluded to this point earlier is that uh, you know Grant I don't think the Bruins played great tonight. I got to be honest I don't no. think they played great at all. They played like crap. Um, 
But Nashville, they they Jesus, they packed the front of the net and they got some big guys. And that's kind of a flaw of the Bruins. If, you, if they go up against a team that really can pack the front of the net um, and prevent a, any guys from coming on the inside, the Bruins can get exposed. And not for nothing, Nashville's not exactly out of it. They got nine games left after tonight. After tonight, they'll be at 82 points, uh, putting them three points behind Winnipeg for that second uh, wild card spot. Technically, they're not out of it because they do have two games in hand on uh, Winnipeg. So, I well, mean, well, I also didn't I, realize too that Barry Trotz is the GM now of Nashville. Yeah, nice. He moved, he moved up midseason. Yeah, good for him. He was always a good coach. Yeah, and the Bruins numbers for years. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard. Just hit the little guys and the old guys. Yeah, just box yeah. them out. And they can't get guys in front <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah. There are other guys that are supposed to be able to play don't like to go into the dirty areas. And then the ones that did would always just get concussed because they had concussion histories. Kasha. Uh, who was the one we got from uh, the Rangers there, too? Nash. Right. Oh, yeah, Nash, Nash, Nash. Uh, came with con- concussion history, and they were surprised that he got a concussion. Oh, God. All right. Uh... Anything else on the Bruins, Jimmy? I know you wanted to bring up some path stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I believe big, most, big move, big big move coming to the Most uh, specifically, the rumor that uh, or the uh, realization that uh, apparently Lamar Jackson wants to come to New England. Yeah, the, the best running back in the league wants to come to New England to play quarterback. Yep, wildcat. <laughs> Let's do it. And you could bet your bottom dollar that Bill, if it was up to Bill, he would do that in a heartbeat. It is up to According Bill. According to Kraft today, it. it's up to Bill. It's, it's it's up to Bill. I don't think he's going to do it. I I, oh. I don't think they you can do it. I don't. It goes against everything that the Pats have done for the last twenty something years. So the only reason why I think Bill might even entertain this thing is all right. So when I heard it was Bill's. Uh, there's no way it's happening. No, no shot. And then I started thinking <laughs> how many, how many wins he is away from passing Shula all time. Nineteen. Yeah, that's two seasons if you get eight wins. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's not, that math is not add up. You got to do better math than that, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's two, three seasons. If you include playoffs, it's probably two seasons. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, which it sounds like it's most likely happening, but now you know that. He, they're, he's they're got them squat. on a yo-yo string right now, though, doesn't he? Well, right. So the thing is, like, he wants to go to the Jets. The Jets want him, but the Jets don't want to give up the 13th pick for Aaron Rodgers. So, um, Which is the ultimate Jets but, thing to do. <laughs> really he wants hey. to come to you. We're willing to trade him to you. We want the 13th pick. Uh, yeah, we want him. We totally want him. But can we do the, tw- the 39th pick instead? <laughs> I hope he ends up going to somewhere else. I hope he ends up going to like Tampa Bay or something like that. Well, um, that would be fantastic. It, it, it just, it just question for you it is, is you, you guys think? And because I actually have an interesting point here for you, but um, do you think that the biggest stigma about Lamar Jackson is the money? Well, that's no, that's why I think that it won't happen because doesn't he want fully guaranteed? Isn't that why the Ravens don't want to do the contract with him? He, he 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 wants the Deshaun Watson contract. 
That's what he wants. Which was which, a which stupid it, amount of money for a guy who hadn't played yeah, in almost it's, two it's, years. It's, 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 like, it's like 280 million. Yeah. Something like that. Well, um, now, okay, go, go for I it. I wouldn't do it because those running type quarterbacks who really can't throw, and I know Lamar's made throws and he's dynamic and stuff like that. Can't win in the playoffs. The first, the first, that's very true as well, but the first thing that goes with uh, an athlete is his speed. You lose your speed when you're a running quarterback. You're more susceptible to hits. And when you're more yeah, Cam Newton. Hits, <laughs> it, 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 exactly. It, it, exactly. It's not like you were drafting Lamar. They had a chance to draft Lamar three times during the draft, and they passed him all three times. Right. If you really well, wanted him, you would have drafted him. It, well, well, first of all, like the Bills shown over the past few years that just his drafting is just atrocious. It really is. Um, not as, but I think not as it, bad as the Sweens. No, 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 not nearly as bad. I mean, that's but that's a whole new level of low. It's, it's actually not. It's not, um, it's not that far off, honestly. But mm-hmm. not, he, but he just can't draft receivers. Or, or like some tackles. Jesus Christ. Oh, right. um, oh speaking of tackles, speaking of tackles on New England, guess who? Guess who blocked me on Twitter? <laughs> Isaiah Wynn. <laughs> Dude, that guy blows. Oh my god! That's what I said. So bad. He said that like the, the FL So bad. Oh my god! Finally, but I said, and I, I tweet, I respond, I, I, I quoted a tweet like, "Don't let the door hit you. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out." And then he blocked. And then he blocked on Twitter. Huh. That's because we'd be paying his injury if he did. But do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> Here's, here's my one thing with uh, with the money thing. This is why I say, like, it may not be much of a stigma as we uh, may all think. And I know the Patriots are, like, you know, one of the lowest spending teams in the league. But they probably have to think that, first of all, look at the contract Daniel Jones just got. You can bet your bottom dollar that once Max jo- Mac Jones' contract is up, he's going to be looking at that contract, if not a little bit more. Oh, he's so, won. You know what I mean? Well, what I'm thinking is, is that – they're going to think, well, we're not going to get lucky with Brady like, like, like we did with Brady, right? That was just like an absolute godsend for them. So they may figure, listen, we're going to have to pay a quarterback either way. Why don't we pay one that clearly has talent and is more talent versus the kid who we're still unsure about, we don't think he's nearly as talented, and won't put us over the edge. Still needs so his type of changed. Yeah, so, so that's that's my one the, thing. Why they may say, well, you know what, we got to pay a quarterback either way. We might as well pay the one that we know is like solid and who won't like you know throw a ten- temper tantrum on the sideline. So, so here's the here's the real question. Um, I would like to ask uh, if you know in a room with Bill Belichick and uh, Robert Kraft, no 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 one there, like you know whatever said stays in the room, whatever it is. I want to know, do they think the relationship between Mac Jones and the Patriots is? is uh, savable is it, is it like can you fix it because right now if Mac Jones is a free agent next year he's gone it doesn't matter what you pay him he's gone he's not happy no so, he's not and I don't think Bill no, why would you why would you be happy with the situation that he was put in though like right, well, I, your, your, I, I, your I, offensive well, I, line I, coach I, I, and your, your play caller was a dude who played who was calling defenses for years and doesn't know shit about the offensive side of the ball and and it and I I forget the story who wrote it, but it turned out that some of those plays that came in late were on Bill. 
Like, remember those plays? Yeah, like, well, he was turning around bitching at the side. Mac Jones was turning around bitching at the sideline, and we all thought he was bitching at Patricia. He was bitching because the plays were coming in late, and some of those were on Bill. That's the yeah. So my, after you, yeah, no, no. So the, real quick, back to like the trade of Lamar. Um, the I saw a trade rumor of what it would be. I think it was Schefter or um. Phil Perry, someone tweeted out what the projected trade would be. It would be a three-team trade with Tampa. Tampa gets Mac Jones. Um, the uh, Patriots get Lamar, and the uh, uh, Ravens get three first-round draft picks. I think two this year and one next year. That. <clears throat> how, how about you get rid of those draft picks and uh, somehow get Aaron Rodgers to <laughs> Baltimore? It's not the Jets. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron Rodgers never signed with the Ravens. <laughs> Sorry, no. I mean, you—you—that's a legit rumor you've heard. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Um, hey, hey you could throw Mac Jones in that. Had... He'd be a What's first that? round pick. What's that? I, w- I would count Mac Jones as a first round pick, so they could easily uh, yeah. say like, "All right, we'll offer you Mac Jones, a first yeah, round pick so this Ma- year." Mac Mac Jones goes to Tampa. Tampa gives their first round pick this year to. Um, the Ravens, we give our first round pick to the Ravens, and then we give our first round pick next year to the Ravens. I I had heard the only the only problem that I have actually heard is that I I've heard that they don't want to part with that pick; they want to take that pick. The the right, and I think that's I think that's a whole up right now. What are they like fourteen or thirteen or something this year? Thirteen. Thirteen, 13 I think. <clears throat> so now, I, mind you, if they don't end up making this trade and then they trade back in the draft, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Yes. Yes. No, mind you, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest Lamar guy. I'm not. It's very well documented. I'm not, I don't think he's a very good quarterback. I think he's a great athlete. I think he all that stuff. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. So I don't. Jimmy, um, if, if say say Lamar Jackson's off the board, if you could package Mac Jones in a first round draft pick for any other quarterback in the league, who not not Jimmy G, uh, who else would it be? <laughs> He said not Jimmy G. Yeah, because I know yeah, I, I, I know I, you got a hard on for him. I do, but no, I wouldn't even do I, I wouldn't do that trade. Um, so I, I can't go off that one of the upper echelon guys. Right? I have to be like a legitimate. Uh, yeah, you know, give me like a, a legit trade that you might be able to get Mac Jones your first round pick this year for. This year, you might have to throw the first round pick in next year as well. Um, I would call the charges about Justin Herbert. Okay, that's fair. Because his contract, he's about to be in the same contract situation as Lamar is, and I don't know if the charges are still on him. Uh, I had he heard, he, I think he, the GM said that we're going to make him a, a charger for a long, long time. Uh, okay. I had just I, heard I, that I, today, I, but uh, okay. I get what I, you're I, saying. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, if not him, um, I'm trying to think about the league real quick. Um, I really can't think of another. I, at that point, I'd rather trade Mac Jones and uh, this first to Carolina and get the number one overall pick and get Bryce Young. Is that, I gotta do that. Is he the the number one quarterback coming out this year? It's. I mean, there's there's three quarterbacks mm. and then a project quarterback that could all go number one. And the reason reason why I say a project is because Anthony Richardson out of Florida, um, he has all the athletic tools. He, I mean, he, he's he's like a Cam Newton. Just he doesn't read a defense very well. So if he can put the, if he can put it together, he could he he'd be an MVP. Can he that talented? Can he throw better than Cam Newton? He, he can throw a lot. He can throw very well. He can run. He's a he's, 
he basically you put Cam Newton. Uh, he doesn't have the arm Mahomes, but like probably Joe Burrow, not the best arm, but a decent arm. Um, and Tim Tebow's body frame all in the same in one quarterback. But you just you give him the brain of uh, Kyler Murray of being able to defense as of right now. So there's rumors of him going number one just because of uh, the athletic ability he had in the separate year. Um, in my opinion, though, if you don't pick Bryce Young number one overall, I think just, it's the stupidest move because he is clear cut the best quarterback talent, mind, skill, everything. He can touch every single box except for he's 5'10. And he's like 185, 190. He's, a sm- he's small. Oh, he's Doug Flutie. He's, he's, he's small. But he has shown that he's the best quarterback. I mean, he won the Heisman as, as a junior, or as a sophomore, and came back as a junior and took a, probably one of the worst Alabama teams um, that we've seen in the last 10 years to the number, to number five uh, ranked team this year. Hmm. I mean, it, it, and he is a special, special, special player. And you said um, you said Alabama? So, Alabama, yeah. so Bill's got a hard on for him already then. And, and Bill O'Brien was his OC last year. <clears throat> So I would I would do that honestly if you ask him for a quarterback I, I look around. Um, if you want to give him a second round pick, or a third round pick, or a fourth, I would throw a fourth to the Jets and see if we can get Zach Wilson. What? What? I I know you Jimmy hot takes for a reason, but what? I mean, he was great Did at BYU. You? Yeah, in college so he was yeah, for fucking college. awful in the NFL. Awful. Wait. I mean, he went. He. You just he like him because he banged his mom's freaking best friend. Well, wait, 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 it was the argument you made about yeah. Jackson Nika, right? Like, sure, he produced in the NHL, but then he sucked at the NHL level. No, so, no, like, no, no. oh, sure, okay. he produced so, in college. Doesn't mean he ain't gonna like freaking produce in the NHL, uh, NFL, which he you, clearly you're, can't. You're correct. You're correct. You're correct. That guy's a stiff. But, <laughs> so I, I agree, but again, he has all the talent in the world. It's just his head. And I think that being in New York was a too big of a spotlight for him. Boston's still a bigger market, but not New York. And you're not playing in Boston. You're playing in Foxborough, which is about 40 minutes south of the city. Like, you know, you, you, you're not getting uh, Robert Salas as your head coach. You're getting Bill Belichick. He's not going to throw any of your bullshit. Like, all of that stuff. Like, it would it would work. I, I, I don't know if it would work 100%. Um, but I think that there's a good chance it would work. All right, uh, Tyler just texted. Apparently, he had to go. Something came up. <clears throat> he had to go take care of. Uh, that is why he is the silent but deadly Tyler Scales because he just slips out the back without anybody knowing. <laughs> silent but deadly. <laughs> uh, that and I don't think he really catches the football like we do. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, Justin, your thoughts on that potential trade? that Jimmy was just talking about there. No, I mean, listen, it, it's, it's all, it can, wait, can you please refresh me with, there was a few things. Yeah, yeah which one, I, I brought like four of the trades back. Uh, what was the, um, was the, the exact trade? Yeah. The Lamar? Yeah, the Lamar one. Okay, it, it, would be, it would be Lamar Jackson coming to the Patriots, Patriots giving up Mac Jones to Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay giving up a first, this year's first, I, I'm not sure, it's probably like number Somewhere between 18 and 20, 21, somewhere, somewhere in that range. To Baltimore, uh, Patriots giving up uh, pick number 13 this year and their first round pick next year. 
I mean, I can see that happen. I mean, as we all seen, like, 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 Bill Belichick is not like first round draft picks. So, I mean, I, I don't think he, because he always ends up training down anyways. So, I, I'm sure he'd be fine if he threw Mac Jones in the deal at some point and then gave up his first first couple of first round picks. Not to mention, I don't think, uh, I, I think the relationship between Bill and Mac is just so sour. And I think that was so evident by his, like, press conference the other day that I think he, he'd totally be willing to do, uh, do it. I, I really do think that's a possibility. Um, what was, oh, I had a good question and I fucking forgot it. Wow, Dave. Yeah, no, wasn't that good again, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, is, is it true the Red Sox have open a day on Thursday? Did I read that scheduling right? What's that? Do, do the, was, was it Monday? Do, do the Red Sox start no. the season this week? Yeah, I think Friday. I think they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday. Yeah. I think they are open on Thursday. Thursday. Uh, but they're open in in Boston. Yes. Oh my God. Definitely gotta break out the paca. Be freezing. March baseball in Boston. What the? And I thought the NHL schedule makers were terrible. Hey, but you know what? It's uh, we don't have really uh, all that cool winters anymore. Like, so let's put it that way. So hey, listen, I'm I'm convinced spring is the new winter. So wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can always buy like a fifty dollar poncho if it rains. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, with a bee that scrapes off the first time it rains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Washes away. Wash it down with a twenty dollar Bud Light in a freaking forty dollar sausage. <laughs> I mean, it's a full, it's a forty dollars sausage. I mean, you really can't go wrong. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Jimmy Hot Take Shay, Mister Reality, Justin Ventola, and I know we already left, but Tyler Silent but Deadly Scales. Thank you all very much for listening. We will talk to you soon. Later. Later, guys. 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! <laughs>